Welcome to episode 10 of the Birds and Braves podcast. I'm Luke Winstall. Thank you for tuning in. And today, I'm going to talk about Matt Ryan, the Falcons receiver core, and the offensive line. But first off, I want to talk about Matt Ryan and why I think he's better than you think this season and better than Falcons fans have given him credit for. First off, Matt Ryan's got a 19-12 to touchdown to interception ratio, and that's not really a stat that is something Ryan's going to hang his hat on this season. Only three of those interceptions out of the 12, so 75% of the interceptions, I don't think were his fault. Three of them I do think were on Matt, but two of those were because Ryan underthrew passes, and his stats look like he's taken a major step back from last season, but you have to actually watch the games and break it down to know that he's really not far off his production level from last season, but, but yes, he's obviously not quite as good as he was last season. I think Ryan's still a top five quarterback in the NFL this season, and he's done well, and honestly, I think the wide receiver core has cost Atlanta more wins than Ryan has, but Ryan's been very good and really only a positive this season if you consider 75% of those picks were not his fault. Matt's thrown some very good balls, and I think really he's Pro Bowl alternate caliber this season. Some of his other stats, he's got a 65% completion percentage. He's thrown for 3,778 yards through the air and likely will have a good shot at 4,000 passing yards, especially if Atlanta gets to the playoffs. Ryan had a 91.4 QBR, and that's with all of the interceptions factored in. So take out the interceptions that were not his fault, and he's probably near or over a 100 QBR, which is really solid and would qualify him for top five in the NFL. Coming into the New Orleans game, Matt Ryan was named the top-graded quarterback in the NFC by Pro Football Focus, and he was top-tier in pretty much every category. His worst ranking was 18th in the NFL in deep passing. For Ryan, every other rank was good, and I believe the combination of doing pretty much everything well is what has made him the highest-graded quarterback in the NFC. Only 1% of his throws were considered turnover-worthy, which ranked third in the NFL for smallest percent of turnover-worthy throws. So that kind of backs up my point that most of his interceptions were really not his fault. And since he was graded the number one quarterback in the NFC, that puts him ahead of dynamic quarterbacks like Carson Wentz, Russell Wilson, and also... Case Keenum, who's had a very good breakout year. But the bottom line and my main point here, don't blame Matt. He's really the least of Atlanta's problems. His receivers are what really concerns me. They were spectacular last season, and I thought they were top five, top three, maybe the best receiving core in the NFL last year. But now I don't feel the same just because they've had drops that have killed drives and momentum and Worst of all, they've turned the ball over, and the Falcons lead the NFL and dropped passes, which to me is concerning. But I don't expect it to continue. But if it does continue, don't expect the team to get past the first round of the playoffs if they make it that far, because drops really do kill teams. Now to move on and talk a little bit more about the receiving core. Where's Taylor Gabriel been? I mean, he's been there. He's made some plays, but I think Atlanta offensive coordinator Steve Sarkeesian and quarterback Matt Ryan need to find Gabriel more. He's such an explosive player last year. He's Turbo Taylor and really was just very impressive in most of the games, especially in the second half of the season and in the playoff runs. But this season, I don't think they've gotten the ball to him, especially enough in space this season. And I'd like to see that going forward, especially against Carolina. Now to move on to Julio Jones, he's had another awesome season, but on the 3rd and 10 play when Marvin Hall came in for him, 
when either Julio pulled himself off the field or the coaches pulled him, and Hall on that play dropped a catchable pass on a dig route, the butt interception happens, and I'm not throwing shade at Julio, but I don't think he's healthy yet, and I think he's still being nagged by injuries, but 75% of Julio, or even 50% of Julio is probably better than 100% of anyone else, and that's just because I think Julio's the best receiver in the NFL. But on a more positive note, I do like the dynamic Mohamed Sanu has brought to the team as the number two receiver, and he's definitely proven to be worth the money that Atlanta paid to get him in free agency. Now heading forward to the offensive line, my last topic on today's show, Atlanta has to address it. They lost the starter from last season, Chris Chester, at the guard position. They chose to ignore it and fill it internally with Wes Schweitzer a late draft pick from last season, but it's really shown Atlanta has to spend a first-round pick on a top offensive lineman in the coming draft, and I think that's something that has to be solidified while most of the top offensive players are still in their primes. And Schweitzer's had some good games and bad games. The other guard, Andy Levitri, another guy who's had some good games and bad games, and now Levitri's been hurt. Ben Garland has been slotting in on the offensive line. He's done a fine job, but I think Atlanta really needs to solidify that position by drafting a top player, developing them, and putting another guy next to Alex Mack that really can help protect the quarterback and also work very well in the run game to open up more holes for Freeman and Coleman. And while I say that, the offensive line hasn't been bad, but I'd like it to improve in the offseason again to try to take advantage of the prime of Alex Mack and Matt Ryan, Julio Jones, and also Devontae Freeman and Tevin Coleman at the running back position. And that'll do it for today's show. Thank you for tuning in to the Birds and Braves podcast. I'm Luke Winstall, and I appreciate your support. Thank you, and I will see you back soon with another show.